morning. Happy Sunday. It's snowy here. It's warm yesterday, but uh, cold today. Song of Songs. Beloved friends, lover. I'm going to read the headers. I don't know if, yeah, I'm going to stop questioning. <laughs> Just going to do it. I'm going to let go and I'm going to let God. And I'm going to do what feels right. Solomon's Songs of Songs. <laughs> I'm sorry, it starts out, it's him. Oof. <laughs> Solomon's Song of Songs, Beloved. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the maidens love you. Take me away with you, let us hurry. Let the king bring me into his chambers. Friends, we rejoice and delight in you. We will praise your love more than wine. Beloved, how right they are to adore you. Dark am I, yet lovely, O daughters of Jerusalem. Dark like the tents of Kedar, like the tent curtains of Solomon. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because I am darkened by the sun. My mother's sons were angry with me and made me take care of the vineyard. My own vineyard I have neglected. Tell me, you whom I love, where you graze your flock and where you rest your sheep at midday. Why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flocks of your friends? Friends. If you do not know, most beautiful of women, follow the tracks of the sheep and graze your young goats by the tents of the shepherds. Lover, I liken you, my darling, to a mare, harnessed to one of the chariots of Pharaoh. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings, your neck with strings of jewels. We will make you earrings of gold studded with silver. Beloved, while the king was at his stable, my perfume spread its fragrance. My lover is to me a sachet of myrrh resting between my breasts. My lover is to me a cluster of henna blossoms from the vineyards of En Gedi. Lover, how beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful your eyes are doves, beloved. How handsome you are, my lover. Oh, how charming. And our bed is verdant. Lover, the beams of our house are cedars, our rafters are firs. Beloved, I am a rose of Sharon, a lily of the valleys. Lover, like a lily among thorns is my darling among the maidens. Beloved, like an apple tree among the trees of the forest is my lover among the young men. I delight to sit in his shade and his fruit is sweet to my taste. He has taken me to the banquet hall and his banner over me is love. Strengthen me with raisins, refresh me with apples, for I am faint with love. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Listen, my lover, look, here he comes, leaping across the mountains, bounding over the hills. My lover is like a gazelle or a young stag. Look, there he stands behind our wall, gazing through the windows, peering through the lattice. My lover spoke and said to me, Arise, my darling, my beautiful one, and come with me. See, the winter is past. The rains are gone. The rains are over and gone. Flowers appear on the earth. The season of singing has come. The cooing of doves is heard in our land. A fig tree forms its early fruit. The blossoming vines spread their fragrance. Arise, come, my darling, my beautiful one, come with me. 
This is perfect. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day. Lover. My dove in the clefts of the rock, in the hiding places on the mountainside, show me your face. Let me hear your voice, for your voice is sweet and your face is lovely. Catch for us the foxes, the little foxes that ruin the vineyards, our vineyards that are in bloom. Beloved. My lover is mine, and I am his. He browses among the lilies. Until the day breaks and the shadows flee, turn, my lover, and be like a gazelle or like a young stag on the rugged hills. All night long on my bed I looked for the one my heart loves. I looked for him but did not find him. I will get up now and go about the city, through its streets and squares. I will search for the one my heart loves. So I looked for him, but did not find him. The watchmen found me as they made their rounds in the city. Have you seen the one my heart loves? Scarcely had I passed them when I found the one my heart loves. I held him and would not let him go till I brought him to my mother's house, to the room of the one who conceived me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you by the gazelles and by the does of the field. Do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires." Who is this coming up from the desert like a column of smoke, perfumed with myrrh and incense, made from all the spices of the merchant? Look, it is Solomon's carriage, escorted by sixty warriors, the noblest of Israel, all of them wearing the sword, all experienced in battle, each with his sword at his side. Prepared for the night's the terrors of the night, King Solomon made for himself the carriage. He made it of wood from Lebanon. Its posts he made of silver, its base of gold, its seat was upholstered with purple, its interior lovingly inlaid by the daughters of Jerusalem. Come out, you daughters of Zion, and look at King Solomon wearing the crown, and the crown with which his mother crowned him on the day of his wedding, the day his heart rejoiced. Lover how beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes behind your veil are doves. Your hair is like a flock of goats descending from Mount Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep just shorn coming up from the washing. Each has its twin. Not one of them is alone. Your lips are like a scarlet ribbon. Your mouth is lovely. Your temples behind your veil are like halves, the halves of a pomegranate. Your neck is like the Tower of David, built with elegance. On it hang a thousand shields, all of them shields of warriors. Your two breasts are like two fawns, like twin fawns of a gazelle that browse among the lilies. Until the day breaks and the shadows flee, I will go to the mountain of myrrh and to the hill of incense. All, all beautiful you are, my darling. There is no flaw in you. Come with me from Lebanon, my bride. Come with me from Lebanon. Descend, descend from the crest of Amana, from the top of Sinir, the summit of Hermon, and the and um, from the lion's dens and the mountain haunts of the leopards. You have stolen my heart, my sister, my bride. You have stolen my heart with one glance of your eyes, with one jewel of your necklace. How delightful is your love, my sister, my bride. How much more pleasing is your love than wine and the fragrance of your perfume than any spice. Your lips drop sweetness as the honeycomb, my bride. Milk and honey are under your tongue. The fragrance of your garments is like that of Lebanon. You are a garden locked up, my sister, my bride. You are a spring enclosed, a sealed form, uh, a sealed fountain. Your plants are an orchard of pomegranates with choice fruits and henna and nard, nard and saffron, calamus and cinnamon, with every kind of incense tree with myrrh and aloes and all the finest spices. We are a garden fountain, a well of flowing water streaming down from Lebanon. Beloved, 
Awake, North Wind, and come, South Wind. Blow on my garden that is frag that its fragrance. <laughs> Beloved, awake, North Wind, and come, South Wind. Blow on my garden that its fragrant frag fragrance. <laughs> may spread abroad. Let my lover come into his garden and taste its choice fruits. Lover, I've come into my garden, my sister, my bride. I have gathered I have gathered my myrrh and my spice. I have eaten my honeycomb and my honey. I have drunk my wine and my milk. Friends, eat, O oh friends, and drink your fill, O oh lovers. Beloved, I slept, but my heart was awake. Listen, my lover is knocking, open to me, my sister, my darling, my dove, my flawless one. My head is drenched with dew, my hair with the dampness of the night. I have taken off my robe, must I put it on again? I have washed my feet, must I soil them again? My lover thrust his hand through the latch opening, my heart began to pound for him. I rose to open for my lover, and my hands dripped with myrrh, my fingers with flowing myrrh on the handles of the lock. I opened for my lover, but my lover had left. He was gone. My heart sank at his departure. I looked for him, but did not find him. I called him, but he did not answer. The watchmen found me. As they made their rounds in the city, they beat me. They bruised me. They took away my cloak, those watchmen of the walls. O oh, daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you. If you find my lover, what will you tell him? Tell him I am faint with love. Friends, how is your delight? How is your beloved better than others, most beautiful of women? How is your beloved better than others, that you charge us so? Beloved, my lover is radiant and ruddy, outstanding among ten thousand. His head is pure as gold. His hair is wavy and black as a raven. His eyes are like doves by the water streams, washed in milk, mounted like jewels. His cheeks are like beds of spice, yielding perfume. His lips are like lilies dripping with myrrh. His arms are rods of gold set with chrysolite. His body is like polished ivory decorated with sapphires. His legs are pillars of marble set on bases of pure gold. His appearance is like Lebanon, choice as its cedars. His mouth is sweetness itself. He is altogether lovely. This is my lover, this my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Friends. Where has your lover gone, most beautiful of women? Which way did your lover turn, that we may look for him with you? Beloved, my lover has gone down to his garden, to the beds of spices, to browse in the gardens and gather lilies. I am my lover's, and my lover is mine. He browses among the lilies. Lover, you are beautiful, my darling, as Tirzah. Lovely as Jerusalem, majestic as troops with banners. Turn your eyes from me, they overwhelm me. Your hair is like a flock of goats descended, descending from Gilead. Your teeth are like a flock of sheep coming up from the washing. Each has its twin. No, not one of them is alone. Your temples behind your veil are like the halves of a pomegranate. Sixty queens there may be, and eighty concubines and virgins beyond number. But my dove, my perfect one, is unique the only daughter of her mother, the favorite of the one who bore her. The maiden saw her and called her blessed. The queens and concubines praised her. Friends, who is it? Who is this that appears like the dawn? Fair as the moon, bright as the sun, majestic as the stars in procession. Lover, 
So I went down to the grove of nut trees to look at the new growth in the valley to see if the vines had budded or the pomegranates were in bloom. Before I realized it, my desire set me among the royal chariots of my people. Friends, come back, come back, O Shulamite, come back, come back, that we may gaze on you. Lover, why would you gaze on the Shulamite as on the dance of Mahanaim? How beautiful your sandaled feet, O prince's daughter! Your graceful legs are like jewels, the work of a craftsman's hands. Your navel is a rounded goblet that never lacks splendid wine. Your waist is a mound of wheat encircled by lilies. Your breasts are like two fawns, twins of a gazelle. Your neck is like an ivory tower. Your eyes are the pools of Heshbon by the gate of Bath-Rabim. Your nose is like the Tower of Lebanon, looking toward Damascus. Your head crowns you like Mount Carmel. Your hair is like royal tapestry. The king is held captive by its tresses. How beautiful you are, and how pleasing, O love, with your delight. Your Your stature is like that of the palm, and your breasts like clusters of fruit. I said, I will climb the palm tree. I will hold, I will take hold of its fruit. May your breasts be like the clusters of the vine, the fragrance of your breath like apples, and your mouth like the best wine. Beloved, may the wine go straight to my lover, flowing gently over lips and teeth. I belong to my lover, and his desire is for me. Come, my lover, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded, if their blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates are in bloom. There I will give you, my love. The mandrakes send out their fragrant fragrance, and at our door is every delicacy, both new and old, that I have stored up for you, my lover. If only you were to me like a brother who was nursed at my mother's breasts, then if I found you outside, I would kiss you, and no one would despise me. I would lead you and bring you to my mother's house, she who has taught me. I would give you spiced wine to drink, the nectar of my pomegranates. His left arm is under my head, and his right arm embraces me. Daughters of Jerusalem, I charge you, do not arouse or awaken love until it so desires. Who is this? Friends. Who is this coming up from the desert, leaning leaning on her lover? Beloved. Under the apple tree I roused you. There your mother conceived you. There she who was in labor gave you birth. Place me like a seal over your heart, like a seal on your arm. For love is as strong as death. It's jealousy unyielding as the grave. It burns like blazing fire, like a mighty flame. Many waters cannot quench love. Rivers cannot wash it away. If one were to give all the wealth of his house for love, it would be utterly scorned. Friends, we have a young sister, and her breasts are not yet grown. What shall we do for our sister for the day she is spoken for? If she is a wall, we will build towels. If she is a wall, we will build towers of silver on her. If she is a door, we will enclose her with panels of cedar. Beloved, I am a wall, and my breasts are like towers. Thus I have become in his eyes like one bringing contentment. Solomon had a vineyard in Baal Haman. Uh, He let out his vineyard to tenants. Each was to bring for its fruits a thousand shekels of silver. But my own vineyards, vineyard is mine to give. The thousand shekels are for you, O Solomon, and two hundred are for those who tend its fruits. Lover, you who dwell in the gardens with friends and attendants, let me hear your voice. Beloved, 
come away, my lover, and be like a gazelle, or like a young stag on the spice-laden mountains. That was so lovely. Yeah, I would love to read that in trio. I will play the part of France. <laughs> and we move forward to Isaiah. We still have a hundred and... 150 pages until we get to the New Testament which is months months of time uh, I'm, I'm pretty sure I've been recording for about a year I recorded a bunch of episodes before releasing and then I sort of immediately caught up with myself as I am had other things going on and this and that and the other. So it's been a year. It's been a year of Sunday morning Bible readings or Monday evening Bible readings if I was out of town or busy or what have you. And uh, Easter of 2021 was our first released episode. So this is one anniversary and we'll celebrate our second anniversary um, in a couple of months. But for now, Isaiah. Chapter 1 The vision concerning Judah and Jerusalem that Isaiah, son of Amaz, saw during the reigns of Uzziah, Jotham, Ahaz, and Zechiah, kings of Judah. Hear, O heavens, listen, O earth, for the Lord has spoken. I reared children and brought them up, but they have rebelled against me. The ox knows no master, the donkey his own, his owner's manager. But Israel does not know, my people do not understand. Ah, sinful nation, a people loaded with guilt, a brood of evildoers, children given to corruption. They have forsaken the Lord. They have spurned the Holy One of Israel and turned their backs on him. Why should you be eaten any more? Why do you persist in rebellion? Your whole head is injured, your whole heart afflicted. From the sole of your foot to the top of your head there is no soundness, only words and welts and open sores, not cleansed bandages or soothed with oil. Your country is desolate. Your cities burned with fire. Your fields are being stripped by foreigners right before you. Laid waste is when overthrown by strangers. The daughter of Zion is left like a shelter in a vineyard, like a hut in a field of melons, like a city under siege. Unless the Lord Almighty has left us some survivors, we would have become like Sodom. We, have, we would have been like Gomorrah. Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Listen to the law of our God, you people of Gomorrah. The multitude of your sacrifices, what are they to me, says the Lord? I have more than enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fattened animals. I have no pleasure in the blood of bulls and lambs and goats. When you come to appear before me, who has asked this of you, this trampling of my courts? Stop bringing meaningless offerings. Your incense is detestable to me. New moons, Sabbath, Sabbaths and convocations. I cannot bear your evil assemblies. Your new moon festivals and your appointed feasts, my soul hates. 
They have become a burden to me. I am weary of bearing them. When you spread out your hands in prayer, I will hide my eyes from you, even if you offer many prayers. I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash and make yourselves clean. Take your evil deeds out of my sight. Stop doing wrong. Learn to do right. Seek justice. Encourage the oppressed. Defend the cause of the fatherless. Plead the case of the widow. Come now, let us reason together, says the Lord. Though your sins are like scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they are red as crimson, they shall be like wool. If you are willing and obedient, you will eat the best from the land. But if you resist and rebel, you will be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. See how the faithful city has become a harlot. She once was full of justice. Righteousness used to dwell in her. But now murderers. Your silver has become dross. Your choice wine is diluted with water. Your rulers are rebels, companions of thieves. They all love bribes and chase after gifts. They do not defend the cause of the fatherless. The widow's case does not come before them. Therefore, the Lord, the Lord Almighty, the mighty one of Israel declares, Ah, I will get relief from my foes and avenge myself on my enemies. I will turn my hand against you. I will thoroughly purge away your dross and remove all your impurities. I will restore your judges as in days of old, your counselors as at the beginning. Afterward, you will be called the city of righteousness, the faithful city. Zion will be redeemed with justice, her penchant ones with righteousness, but rebels and sinners will both be broken, and those who forsake the Lord will perish. You will be ashamed because of the sacred oaks in which you have delighted. You will be disgraced because of the gardens that you have chosen. You will be like an oak with fading leaves, like a garden without water. The mighty man will become tinder, and his work a spark. Both will burn together, and no one to quench both will burn together with no one to quench the fire. Chapter 2 This is what Isaiah, son of Amaz, saw concerning Judah in Judah and Jerusalem. In the last days, the mountain of the Lord's temple will be established as chief among the mountains. It will be raised above the hills and all nations will stream to it. Many people will come and say, come, let us go up to the mountain of the Lord, to the house of the God of Jacob. He will teach us his ways so that we may walk in his paths. The law will go out from Zion, the word of the Lord from Jerusalem. He will judge between the nations and will settle disputes for many peoples. They will beat their swords into plowshares and their spears into pruning hooks. Nation will not take up sword against nation, nor will they train for war any more. Come, O house of Jacob, let us walk in the light of the Lord. You have abandoned your people, the house of Jacob. They are full of superstitions from the east. They practice divination like the Philistines and clasp hands with the pagans. Their land is full of silver and gold. There is no end to their treasures. Their land is full of horses. There is no end to their chariots. Their land is full of idols. They bow down to the work of their hands, to what their fingers have made. So man will be brought low and mankind humbled. Do not forgive them. Go into the rocks, hide in the ground from dread of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty. The eyes of the arrogant man will be humbled and the pride of men brought low. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day. 
The Lord Almighty has a day in store for all the proud and lofty, for all that is exalted, and they will be humbled. For all the cedars of Lebanon tall and lofty, and all the oaks of Bashan, for all the towering mountains and all the high hills, for every lofty tower and every fortified wall, for every trading ship and every stately vessel, the arrogance of man will be brought low and the pride of men humbled. The Lord alone will be exalted in that day, and the idols will totally disappear. Men will flee to caves in the rocks and to holes in the ground, from dread of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty, when he arises to shake the earth. In that day men will throw away to the rodents and bats their idols of silver and idols of gold which they made to worship. They will flee to caverns in the rocks and to the overhanging crags from the dread of the Lord and the splendor of his majesty when he rises to shake the earth. Stop trusting in man who has but a breath in his nostrils. Of what account is he? Chapter 3 See now the Lord, the Lord Almighty, is about to take from Jerusalem and Judah both supply and support, all supplies of food and all supplies of water, the hero and the warrior, the judge and prophet, the soothsayer and elder, the captain and man of rank, the counselor, skilled craftsman, and clever enchanter. I will make boys their officials. More children will govern them. People will oppress each other, man against man, neighbor against neighbor. The young will rise up against the old, the base against the honorable. A man will seize one of his brothers at his father's home and say, You have a cloak. You be our leader. Take charge of this heap of ruins. But in that day he will cry out, I have no remedy. I have no food or clothing in my house. Do not make me the leader of the people. Jerusalem staggers. Judah is falling. Their words and deeds are against the Lord, defying his glorious presence. They look on their faces. The look on their faces testifies against them. They parade their sin in Sodom. They do not hide it. Woe to them. They have brought disaster upon themselves. Tell the righteous it will be well with them, for they will enjoy the fruit of their deeds. Woe to the wicked. Disaster is upon them. They will be paid back for what their hands have done. Youths oppress my people, women rule over them. O oh, my people, your guides led you astray, they will turn you from the path. The Lord takes his place in court, he rises to judge the people. The Lord enters into judgment against the elders and the leaders of his people. It is you who have ruined my vineyard and plundered from the poor in your houses. What do you mean by crushing my people and grinding the face of the poor? declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty. The Lord says, The women of Zion are haughty, walking along with outstretched necks, flirting with their eyes, tripping along with mincing steps, with ornaments jingling on their ankles. Therefore the Lord will bring sores on the heads of the women of Zion. The Lord will make their sculps, sculps, scalps, bald. In that day the Lord will snatch away their finery, the bangles and headbands and crescent necklaces, the earrings and bracelets and veils, the headdresses and ankle chains and sashes, the perfume bottles and charms, the signet rings and nose rings, the fine robes and the capes and cloaks, the purses and mirrors, and the linen garments and tiaras and shawls. Instead of fragrance, there will be a stench. Instead of a sash, a rope. Instead of well-dressed hair, baldness. Instead of fine clothing, sackcloth. Instead of beauty, branding. Your men will fall by the sword, your warriors in battle. The gates of Zion will lament and mourn. Destitute, she will sit on the ground. Chapter 4. 
In that day, seven women will take hold of one man and say, We will eat our own food and provide our own clothes. Only let us be called by your name. Take away our disgrace. And that day the branch of the Lord will be beautiful and glorious, and the fruit of the land will be pride, will be the pride and glory of the survivors in Israel. Those who are left in Zion, who remain in Jerusalem, will be called holy. All who are recorded among the living in Jerusalem. The Lord will wash away the filth of the women of Zion. He will cleanse the bloodstains from Jerusalem by a spirit of judgment and a spirit of fire. Then the Lord will create over all Mount Zion and over those who assemble there a cloud of smoke by day and a glow of flaming fire by night. Over all the glory will be a canopy. It will be a shelter and shade from the heat of the day and a refuge and hiding place from the storm and the rain. Chapter 5 I will sing for the one I love a song about his vineyard. My loved one had a vineyard on a fertile hillside. He dug it up and cleared it of stones, and planted it with the choicest vines. He built a watchtower in it, and cut out a wine press as well. Then he looked for a crop of good grapes, but it yielded only bad fruit. Now you dwellers in Jerusalem and men of Judah, judge between me and my vineyard. What more could have been done for my vineyard than I have done for it? When I looked for good grapes, why did it yield only bad? Now I will tell you what I am going to do in my vineyard. I will take away its hedge, and it will be destroyed. I will break down its wall, and it will be trampled. I will make it a wasteland, neither pruned nor cultivated, and briars and thorns will grow there. I will command the clouds not to rain on it. The vineyard of the Lord Almighty is the house of Israel, and the men of Judah and the garden of his, are the garden of his delight. And he looked for justice, he saw bloodshed, for righteousness, but he heard cries, And he looked for justice, but saw bloodshed, for righteousness, but heard cries of distress. Woe to you who add house to house and join field to field till no space is left, and you live alone in the land. The Lord Almighty has declared in my hearing, surely the great houses will become desolate, the fine mansions left without occupants. A ten-acre vineyard will produce only a bath of wine, a homer of seed, only an epa of grain. Woe to those who rise early in the morning to run after their drinks, who stay up late at night till they are inflamed with wine. They have harps and lyres at their banquets, tambourines and fruits, flutes and wine. But they have no regard for the deeds of the Lord, no respect for the work of his hands. Therefore my people will go into uh, exile for a lack of understanding. Their men of rank will die of hunger, and their masses will be parched with thirst. Therefore the grave enlarges its appetites, and opens its mouth without limit. Into it will descend their nobles and masses with all their brawls, brawlers and revelers. So man will be brought low and mankind humbled, the eyes of the arrogant humbled. But the Lord Almighty will be exalt, exalted by his justice, and the holy God will show himself holy by his righteousness. Then sheep will graze as in their own pasture. Lambs will feed among the ruins of the rich. Woe to those who draw sin along with cords of deceit and wickedness as with cart ropes. To those who say, let God hurry, let him hasten his work so we may see it. Let it approach. Let the plan of the Holy One of Israel come so we may know it. Woe to those who call evil good and good evil, who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. 
Woe to those who are wise in their own eyes and clever in their own sight. Woe to those who are heroes at drinking wine and champions at mixing drinks, who acquit the guilty for a bribe but deny justice to the innocent. Therefore, as tongues of fire look up straw, and as dry grass sinks down in the flames, so their roots will decay, and their flowers blow away like dust. For they have rejected the law of the Lord Almighty and spurned the word of the Holy One of Israel. Therefore the Lord's anger burns against his people. His hand is raised, and he strikes them down. The mountains shake, and the dead bodies are like refuse in the streets. Yet for all this his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. He lifts up a banner for the distant nations. He whistles for those at the ends of the earth. Here they come, swiftly and speedily. Not one of them grows tired or stumbles. Not one slumbers or sleeps. Not a belt is loosened at the waist. Not a sandal thong is broken. Their arrows are sharp. All their bowstrings are strung. Their horses' hooves seem like flint. Their chariot wheels like a whirlwind. Their roar is like that of the lion. They roar like young lions. They growl as they seize their prey and carry it off with no one to rescue. And that day they will roar over it like the roaring of the sea. And if no one looks at the land, he will see darkness and distress. Even the light will be darkened by clouds. Isaiah's Commission In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord seated on a throne high and exalted, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphs, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The whole earth is full of his glory. The sound of their voices, the doorposts and thresholds shook, and the temple was filled with smoke. Woe to me, I cried, I am ruined, for I am a man of unclean lips. I live among a people of unclean lips, and my eyes have seen the King, the Lord Almighty. Then one of the seraphs flew to me with a live coal in his hand, which he had taken with tongs from the altar. With it he touched my mouth and said, See, this has touched your lips, and guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Then I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? And I said, Here I am, send me. He said, Go and tell this people. Be ever hearing, but never understanding. Be ever seeing, but never perceiving. Make the heart of this people calloused. Make their ears dull and close their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes and hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn and be healed. Then I said, For how long, O Lord? And he answered, Until the cities lie ruined and without inhabitant, until the houses are left deserted and the fields ruined and ravaged, until the Lord has spent everyone far away and the land is utterly forsaken, and though a tenth remains in the land, it will again be laid waste. But as the terebinth and oak leave stumps when they are cut down, so the holy seed will be the stump in the land. Chapter 7 When Ahaz son of Jotham, the son of Uzziah, was king of Judah. King Rezin of Aram and Pekah, son of Ramalia, king of Israel, marched up to fight against Jerusalem, but they could not overpower it. Now the house of David was told, Aram has allied itself with Ephraim, so the hearts of Ahaz and his people were shaken, as the trees of the forest are shaken by the wind. 
Then the Lord said to Isaiah, Go out, you and your son Shir Jashub, to meet Ahaz at the end of the aqueduct of the upper pool, on the road to the washerman's field. Say to him, Be careful, keep calm, and don't be afraid. Do not lose heart because of these two smoldering stubs of firewood, because of the fierce anger of Rezin and Aram, and of the son of Ramalia. Aram, Ephraim, and Ramalia's son have plotted your ruin, saying, Let us invade Judah, let us tear it apart and divide it among ourselves, and make the son of Tabil king over it. Yes, this is what the sovereign Lord says. It will not take place, it will not happen, for the head of Aram is Damascus, and the head of Damascus is only resin. Within sixty-five years Ephraim will be too shattered to be a people. The head of Ephraim is Samaria, and the head of Samaria is only Ramalia's son. If you do not stand firm in your faith, you will not stand at all. Again the Lord spoke to Ahaz, Ask the Lord your God for a sign, whether in the deepest depths or in the highest heights. But Ahaz said, I will not ask. I will not put the Lord to the test. Then Isaiah said, Hear now, you house of David. Is it not enough to try the patience of men? Will you try the patience of my God also? Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgins will be with child and you will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. He will eat curds and honey when he knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right. But before the boy knows enough to reject the wrong and choose the right, the land of the two kings, you dread will be laid waste. The Lord will bring on you and all your people and all the house of your father a time unlike any since Ephraim broke away from Judah. He will bring the king of Assyria. In that day, the Lord will whistle, will whistle for flies from the distant streams of Egypt and for bees from the land of Assyria. They will all come and settle in the steps in the steep ravines and in the crevice in the rocks, on all the thorn bushes and all the water holes. In that day, the Lord will use a razor hired from beyond the river, the king of Assyria, to shave your head and the hair of your legs and to take off your beard also. In that day, a man will keep alive a young cow and two goats, and because of the abundance of the milk they give, he will have curds to eat. All who remain in the land will eat curds and honey. In that day, in every place where there were a thousand vines worth a thousand silver shekels, there will be only briars and thorns. Men will go there with bow and arrow, for the land will be covered with briars and thorns. As for all the hills once cultivated by the hoe, you will no longer go there for fear of the briars and thorns. They will become places where cattle are turned loose and where sheep run. Chapter 8 The Lord said to me, Take a large scroll and write on it with an ordinary pen, Maher Shalal Hashbaz. Means, translation note, means quick to the plunder, swift to the spoil. Nice. And I will call in Uriah the priest and Zechariah, son of Jeberekia, as reliable witnesses for me. Then I went to the prophetess, and she conceived and gave birth to a son. And the Lord said to me, Name him Mar Shalal Hazba. Before the boy knows how to say my father or my mother, the wealth of Damascus and the plunder of Samaria will be carried off by the king of Assyria. The Lord spoke to me again. Because this people has rejected the gently flowing waters of Shiloh and rejoices over Rezin and the son of Ramalia, 
Therefore the Lord is about to bring against them the mighty flood waters of the river. The king of Assyria with all his pomp, it will overflow all its channels, run over all its banks, and sweep on into Judah, swirling over it, passing through it, and reaching up to the neck. It outs, its outspread wings will cover the breadth of your land, O Emmanuel. Raise the war cry, you nations, and be shattered. Listen, all you distant lands. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Prepare for battle and be shattered. Devise your strategy, but it will be thwarted. Propose your plan, but it will not stand, for God is with us. The Lord spoke to me with his strong hand upon me, warning me not to follow the ways of this people. He said, do not, con do not call conspiracy everything that these people call conspiracy. Do not fear what they fear and do not dread it. The Lord Almighty is the one you are to regard as holy. He is the one you are to fear. He is the one you are to dread, and he will be a sanctuary. Bo uh, but for both houses of Israel, he will be a stone that causes men to stumble and a rock that makes them fall. And for the people of Jerusalem, he will be a trap and a snare. Many of them will stumble. They will fall and be broken. They will be snared and captured. Bind up the testimony and seal up the law among my disciples. I will wait for the Lord, who, had, who is hiding his face from the house of Jacob. I will put my trust in him. Here am I, and the children of the Lord has given me. Here are signs and symbols in Israel from the Lord Almighty who dwells on Mount Zion. When men tell you to consult mediums and spiritists who whisper and mutter, should not a people inquire of their God? Why consult to the dead on behalf of the living, to the law and to the testimony? If they do not speak according to this word, they have no light of dawn. Distressed and hungry, they will roam through the land. When they are famished, they will become enraged and look upward, will curse their king and their God. Then they will look toward the earth and see only distress and darkness and fearful gloom, and they will be thrust into utter darkness. Chapter 9 Nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who were in distress. In the past he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of Nephtali, but in the future he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles uh, by the way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of the shadow of death, a light is dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. For as in the day of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of their oppressors, Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government in peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. 
from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. The Lord has sent a message against Jacob. It will fall on Israel. All the people will know it. Ephraim and the inhabitants of Samaria, who say with pride and arrogance of heart, the bricks have fallen down, but we will rebuild with dressed stone. The fig trees have been felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord has strengthened resin foes against them and has spurred their enemies on. Arameans from the east and Philistines from the west have, de- have devoured Israel with open mouths. Yet for all this, his anger is turned, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. But the people have not returned to him who struck them, nor have they sought the Lord Almighty. So the Lord will cut off from Israel both head and tail, both palm branch and reed in a single day. The elders and prominent men are the head. The prophets who teach lies are the tail. Those who guide this people mislead them, and those who are guided are led astray. Therefore the Lord will take no pleasure in the young men, nor will he pity the fatherless and widows, for everyone is ungodly and wicked. Every mouth speaks vileness. Yet for all this his anger is not turned away, his hand is still upraised. Surely wickedness burns like a fire, it consumes briars and thorns, it sets the forest thickets ablaze, so that it rolls upwards in a column of smoke. By the wrath of the Lord Almighty the land will be scorched, and the people will be fuel for the fire. No one will spare his brother. On the right they will devour and still be hungry, on the left they will eat but not be satisfied. Each will feed on the flesh of his own offspring. Manasseh will feed Ephraim and Ef- Manasseh will feed on Ephraim and Ephraim on Manasseh. Together they will turn against Judah. Yet for all this his anger is not turned away, his hand is still upraised. Chapter ten. Ooh, a long one. Woe to those who make unjust laws, to those who issue oppressive decrees to deprive the poor of their rights and withhold justice from the oppressed of my people, making widows their prey and robbing the fatherless. What will you do on the day of reckoning when disaster comes from afar? To whom will you run for help? Where will you leave your riches? Nothing will remain but to cringe among the captives or fall among the slain. Yet for all this, his anger is not turned away. His hand is still upraised. Woe to the Assyrian, the rod of my anger, in whose hands is the club of my wrath. I send him against a godless nation. I dispatch him against uh, a people who anger me to seize loot and snatch plunder and to trample them down like mud in the streets. But this is not what he intends. This is not what he has in mind. His purpose is to destroy, to put an end to many nations. Are not my commanders all kings, he says? Has not Kalno feared like Carchemish? Is not Hamath like Arpad and Samaria like Damascus? As my hand sees the kingdoms of the idols, kingdoms whose images excelled those of Jerusalem and Samaria, shall I not deal with Jerusalem and her images as I dealt with Samaria and her idols? When the Lord has finished all his work against Mount Zion and Jerusalem, he will say, I will punish the king of Assyria for the willful pride of his heart and the haughty look in his eyes. For he says, By the strength of my hand I have done this, and by my wisdom, because I have understanding, I removed the boundaries of nations. I plundered their treasures like a mighty one, I subdued their kings. As one reaches into a nest, so my hand reached for the wealth of the nations. As men gathered abandoned eggs, so I 
gathered all the countries, not one flapping a wing or opened its mouth to chirp. Does the axe raise itself above him who swings it, or the saw boast against him who uses it? As if a rod were to yield him who lifts it up, or club brandish him who is not wood. Therefore the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will send a wasting disease upon his sturdy warriors. Under his pomp a fire will be kindled like a blazing fire. The light of Israel will become a fire, their holy one a flame, and a single day it will burn and consume his thorns and his briars. The splendor of his forests and fertile fields it will completely destroy as when a sick man wastes away. And the remaining trees of his forest will be so few that a child could write them down. In that day, the remnant of Israel, the survivors of the house of Jacob, will no longer rely on him who struck them down, but will truly rely on the Lord, the Holy One of Israel. A remnant will remain, a remnant of Jacob, who will return to the mighty God. Though your people, O Israel, be like the sand by the sea, only a remnant will return. Destruction has, destruction has been decreed overwhelming and righteous. The Lord, the Almighty, will carry out the destruction decreed upon the whole land. Therefore, this is what the Lord, the Lord Almighty, says. O my people who live in Zion, do not be afraid of the Assyrians who beat you with a rod and lift up a club against you as Egypt did. Very soon my anger against you will end and my wrath will be directed to their destruction. The Lord Almighty will lash them with a whip as when he struck down Midian at the rock of Oreb. He will raise his staff over the waters as he did in Egypt. In that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. They enter Ayath. They pass through Megron. They store supplies at Michmash. They go over the pass and say, we will camp overnight at Giva. Giba. Ramah trembles. Gibeah of Saul flees. Cry out, O daughters of Galim, listen, O Lysha. Poor Anathoth. Madmena is in flight. The people of Gabim take cover this day. They will halt Anab. <laughs> they will shake at their fists at the mount of the daughter of Zion, at the hill of Jerusalem. See the Lord, the Lord Almighty, will lop off the boughs with great power. The lofty trees will be felled. The tall ones will be brought low. He will cut down the forest thickets with an axe. Lebanon will fall before the mighty one. Chapter 11 A shoot will come up from the stump of Jesse. From his roots a branch will bear fruit. The spirit of the Lord will rest on him, the spirit of wisdom and of understanding, the spirit of counsel and power, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and he will delight in the fear of the Lord. He will not judge by what he sees with his eyes or decide by what he hears with his ears, but with righteousness he will judge the needy. Uh, with justice he will give decisions for the poor of the earth. He will strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. With the breath of his lips he will slay the wicked. Righteousness will be his belt and faithfulness the sash around his waist. The wolf will live with the lamb and the leopard will lie down with the goat, the calf and the lion and the yearling together, and a little child will lead them. The cow will feed with the bear, their young will lie down together, and the lion will eat straw like the ox. 
The infant will play near the hole of the cobra, and the young child put his hand into the viper's nest. They will neither harm nor destroy on all my holy mountain, for the earth will be full of knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. In that day the root of Jesse, Jesse will stand as a banner for the peoples. The nations will rally to him, and his place of rest will be glorious. In that day the Lord will reach out his hand a second time to proclaim the remnant that is left of his people from Assyria, from Lower Egypt, from Upper Egypt, from Cush, from Elam, from Babylonia, from Hamath, and from the islands of the sea. He will raise a banner for the nations and gather the exiles of Israel. He will assemble the scattered people of Judah from the four quarters of the earth. Ephraim's jealousy will vanish and Judah's enemies will be cut off. Ephraim will not be jealous of Judah, nor Judah hostile to Ephraim. They will swoop down on the slopes of Philistia to the west. Together they will plunder the people to the east. They will lay hands on Edom and Moab, and the Ammonites will be subject to them. The Lord will dry up the gulf of the Egyptian sea. With a scorching wind, he will sweep his hand over the Euphrates River. He will break it up into seven streams so that men can cross over in sandals. There will be a highway for the remnant of his people that is left from Assyria, as there was for Israel when they came up from Egypt. And we'll conclude with chapter 12, Songs of Praise. In that day you will say, I praise you, O Lord, though you are angry with me. Your anger has turned away, and you have comforted me. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid, the Lord. The Lord is my strength and my song. He has become my salvation. With joy you will draw water from the wells of salvation. In that day you will say, Give thanks to the Lord, call on his name, make known among the nations what he has done, and proclaim that his name is exalted. Sing to the Lord, for he has done glorious things. Let this be known to all the world. Shout out loud and sing for joy, people of Zion, for great is the Holy One of Israel among you. Isaiah, the book of Isaiah is um, a long one, so we'll be reading it for a few weeks. Let's see. How many chapters? Oh, got a nice handwritten note coming up. A few in a while. 66 chapters. And like I said, we're about 150 pages. And um, one, two, three. 16 or so books of left across those pages so anyway <laughs> just keeping score for those not keeping score at home <laughs>